We've got a fun one in store. Um, people like the Tartaria stuff. So this one is a an interesting tie-in that I stumbled across. Uh, I don't know how I stumbled across it. I think... So we had talked about maybe doing like the underwater... Not underwater. Not Atlantis. Underground cities and stuff. And somehow I ended up stumbling into Tartaria again. And then I found this or something. So then I switched to this topic. And I told Max to not really worry about it because, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be learning about this with you guys, with the audience. I'll be so, learning about this topic. I don't even know what the topic is today. It's all a mystery, Scooby. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you. I'm just going to start explaining it. And then you'll be like, what? Or you'll be yeah, like, that's sit back. stupid. <laughs> but, I'll sit back for the ride then. Um, so I figured I would at least give a... We do have... Some of our popular episodes are the Tartaria ones and the Mud Floods. So we have two other episodes if you want to check that out for more depth. Um, for the sake of if you're just listening to this one and haven't listened to our other ones, I give like a refresher course. And basically, you know, Tartaria is supposedly... And it's mentioned in... Um, books like really old books old maps like really old stuff about a um for sure it was in like northern asia kind of russia area back in the day um but uh, it suggested that they were a global civilization and that um so when we, we look at all the fancy buildings we have in like like uh, state capitals and like our country's capital and all over the place they're like really fancy architecture and they seem to be pretty similar across the across the globe um, in all different countries and the idea was that there was a huge civilization called Tartaria and they built these buildings at some point uh, a catastrophe of some sort they call them the mud floods wiped out a lot of their stuff and that basically the survivors just moved into these old buildings like they didn't make them but they were they survived the the cataclysm of sorts because they were built so well um and then eventually we are going to do a more in-depth episode because there's a lot of uh picture detail that needs to go with this to kind of explain it but if you look at a lot of really old well-built structures buildings um it almost seems like when you look at how it's built like a lot of things you'll see is like windows like really close to the ground or just like the very tops of large windows at ground level which doesn't make any sense like nobody builds a building that way they're like all right we're gonna dig a big hole and then we're gonna build it down there somewhere these windows are going to look out into dirt, but it's cool. Uh, and then they just finish it. So, um, Wait, so they're like windows underground that just look into like a basement, essentially. Yeah. So I'm hoping we need people to get pictures from. I want to see inside the building, and maybe they're out there on the internet. But go in into these basements and see the actual windows. The problem is, uh, in a lot of these, they've 
taken out the windows and uh, replaced them with bricks. You've surely you've seen like buildings that have done that, like not even like underground, but just like above ground. They might brick in like a window that you can clearly tell used to be a window section. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that, but um, I think so. They're usually like rounded up at the top. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Like one of the other big pictures I've seen is uh, my, it was either, it was like in New York or Detroit or somewhere, but they started excavating like um, the, the foundation for a new building or a new skyscraper. And they exposed the side of a neighboring building that was really old. And there was like a whole nother like level um, below the ground that looked like at one point it was built and that was the ground level down there. So that, that's why they say mud floods because it looks like a bunch of mud and dirt and stuff just came in and just uh, covered everything up. And that we're hmm. seeing, uh, we're not seeing the true ground level of the buildings. Um, and I'm so it's like the idea that a lot of like mud ran over these buildings and then basically created like a higher up foundation and like and in doing so yeah covered up like half the building okay i see yeah so that's kind of the general <laughs> idea so yeah we'll do an episode where we can bring in pictures uh once we get working on that it takes more effort so you know but yeah so um today i the thing i found is just kind of ties in with this sort of um i don't know if this is like a an accepted idea in the um, Tartaria community. I don't know how uh, hardcore they are. Um, <laughs> it's the we learn when we research flat Earth that some of the flat Earth people are just like super hardcore. Like they have like a doctrine of like this is what is true, and you must repeat all these things. You know, <laughs> I don't know if Tartaria is like this or not. I haven't really engaged with their community but maybe i will at some point um so yeah let's get into it so what's the related thing yeah i'm, I'm sitting at the edge of my seat here man i don't even know <laughs> this is i'll tease it a little bit so i don't know so i don't waste anybody's time but it's it's it has to do with um the timeline we're told being screwed up and it ties in with uh, stuff in Revelation. And it's very interesting. So uh, I was going to shout out the channel that I saw this on. If you want to see, um, there's pic- some pictures and stuff um, for something I talk about later that uh, this person has on YouTube. And uh, their channel is Exploring Tartaria. So check it out. I think they're a new channel. Uh, and I think this is a new idea. And I don't know if it's her idea if it is, I'm impressed. Um, or if this is kind of something people have been working through. Um, but yeah, check out her channel. I think she's only got three videos at this point, but they're all super good. So um, she'll talk more about this. So to preface this, um, I have to mention something called preterism. I don't know if you've heard of this, Max. Preterism. No. If not, I didn't know this was the name for it, but it's... Um, it's an idea where um, people have different beliefs in like the revelation stuff because it's kind of out there. Um, it's not 
there's no like single answer like this is how everything works but this specific group of people believe that pretty much everything that was prophesied in the bible is basically already come to pass except for there's like a final super final judgment day um so they they believe like um the tribulation and all that stuff happened already is kind of the basis for this this thought process and this kind of builds off that um so i'll just get into it so buckle up here we go <laughs> Um, and the key part of this is basically we think it's the year 2020. Uh, it's not. Um, we'll get into that a little more later, but this is this is the new timeline sort of. So uh, it starts the idea starts with it's 30 years after uh, Jesus died that um, the tribulation that's described in Revelation begins. Um, and they, now they're not just pulling this out of their butts. Um, there are verses to go along with this. So I was going to read a couple of them real quick to give you an idea of where the justification comes from. Um, so one's from Matthew sixteen twenty eight. Truly, I say to you, there are some of those who are standing here that will not taste death until they see the son of man coming in his kingdom. Luke nine twenty seven. But I say to you, truthfully, there are some of those who are standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. And Matthew 24, 34, truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. And that's Jesus referring to the tribulation. So um, when I look at kind of the, the, what like study Bibles say about that, they're just saying, oh, he's talking about like, when he goes back up after he dies or the transfiguration or something like that to kind of say what he's talking about. But some of those are kind of, he really makes it sound like it's coming soon, not 2000 years later or whatever. Um, so what the, the preterist and this person says is that essentially the fall of Rome is the tribulation period. Um, Right before that, there was a bunch of um, persecution of Christians led by Nero, who is the supposed Antichrist in this in this theory. Um, and it's a period of seven years where they just persecute Christians and whatever. Um, and then you have to submit to this Antichrist person or be killed or persecuted. Um, they kind of mentioned this is where there was a different mark of the beast that they thought was back then maybe it was some sort of stamp or documentation or something that you had to have to prove that you were um, on Nero's side and not the Christian side so they didn't kill you, that kind of thing. Um, so that is the tribulation right there, 30, 30 years after Jesus died. Um, am I going too fast? Uh, you might want to just explain like what it, like tribulation, what does that entail? What does that mean? Okay, so you're right. So tribulation is essentially in Revelation. It talks about a time of like, it's just a bad time where like evil really triumphs in the world. And being a Christian is not a great thing to be at that time. And it's a time of like true testing, essentially. Um, 
because yeah, you got to be hardcore in your faith if that's what's going on. Um, it's okay. Not, it's nothing like you know today. It's got basically, it. Okay. You know, are you a Christian? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna burn you at the stake, or we're gonna cut your head off. You know, that's that kind of um, thing. There's also like war and um, plagues and famine and all that stuff. Hmm. Okay. So it's just basically a real rough patch. Now, the common idea is that that is kind of where we're heading now. I think that's what most churches hold is that now we're in the end times and that it's just going to keep getting worse and worse until. But isn't that always said like we're always in the end times? <laughs> I, I don't know. I have, I've always heard like, oh, we're in the end times. Like they said that, that you know, hundred yeah. years ago, too. So. So, yeah, that's kind of the that's another one of the. I don't know what you call it i guess talking points of like the modern belief is that yeah so the end time is soon is here is at hand is is all of all of now right so okay I, that's i guess you know okay that's no fine. that makes sense that makes sense like that's fine so but, um, but, but this theory is founded on the fact that like the end times basically already happened um so there's different. Or there's just one more piece of the end times that has to fall into place. This is so the tribulation is essentially the first piece of the puzzle of the end times, and that has already okay. happened. And that there's a, and then there's like kind of like a second part that's already happened, and then there's like a third and final part which has not happened, and that's should be sometime soon. We'll get to why. So after all this happens, seven years, the what we all know as like the second coming um, is where, and it says this in a bunch of places in the Bible, that Jesus comes back, coming down out of the clouds, um, and Satan and Antichrist gather all of these people that they have, you know, tricked into following them um, to fight against Jesus coming down, and they lose surprise um and then um the antichrist uh gets thrown in the fiery lake satan gets uh he actually gets chained in the abyss is what it says uh, some angel comes and chains him up and shuts him in there um and then What's the difference between an the antichrist and satan i was say i always thought that they were kind of like the same thing so there's the Antichrist like leads Satan's like he, he like rolls out his red carpet. Essentially, yeah. He's kinda like the like the head minion, sort of. He he's almost like the what's the oh there's a term for it? Like the herald, essentially. Okay. He's, he's like no, the silver sense. surfer. <laughs> for oh for Galact Galactus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of like that. Um okay. his job is just kinda <laughs> wrangle up the people. Um, got it. Okay. Okay. So, um, after Jesus does all of this, um, he establishes the millennial kingdom of Christ is what they call it for a thousand years. So modern day says that that's going to happen at some point in the future. Um, so I've got. Got a bunch of stuff written down. I want to see where I want to start with this. Okay. So here's a couple of verses. Um, First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians 4.16 For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of 
the archangel with the trumpet of God and the the dead in Christ will rise first. We'll get to that in a second, but that's just saying, you know, he's going to come down. Um, and then in Revelation 24, it says, Then I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God, and those who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received the mark on their forehead or on their hand, and they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So the reigning for a thousand years is in the Bible. And I remember learning about that. Um, but yeah, again, they, they think that's to come. But this is saying that it already happened. And it mentions in there, uh, the, they call it the first resurrection. So you've got Jesus who reigns with the survivors of the tribulation. Um, all the, the evildoers that were trying to fight against him were killed. I believe. It's not. I assume. I don't think it says that directly. Um but yeah, and it said those who so those who died like around the time like Jesus was doing his ministry and the tribulation, um, they are resurrected, and it's just that small group of people. Um, and then this is where it comes in with uh, kind of like what saints are, and I think like I grew up kind of Protestant, so saints. I don't think we ever talked about them, but I know in like Orthodox and uh, Catholic churches, they're a big deal. And this theory is kind of saying that these first people that were resurrected were given um, their heavenly body or a glorified body. It's like a souped up version of um, our bodies. I think... Uh, in the story of the Transfiguration, Jesus changed um, how he looked to some extent. Um, they, it was hard for the people that had to describe, but he was just shown brightly and was like all in white and stuff. So essentially, they're thinking that these people came back like that and those who the, the saints are. And that's why in all the paintings and the pictures of the saints, they have like the halos. Because, you know, I always kind of wondered that, like, where, where did that idea come from? Um like a halo like it's not mentioned anywhere so it's just supposed to be a depiction of like the light that yeah they always talk about yeah I, I remember stuff like that where it's like uh if the lord shows himself or if like an angel shows up it's like too bright to, for people to look at yeah so i'm thinking it's something like that now i don't know if it's all of those people and it could be because uh, in my mind the to be a a full-on Christian in that environment, like where it's basically you die if you do that, I would like to think that you were pretty hardcore at that point. So I could see them all being saints. Um, and they speculate that the saints kind of have special powers, like they can do miracles and stuff like that. And I, I think even like the Catholic Church and Orthodox Church can back that up. Like they like to think that... Uh, these saints did perform miracles and I was going to do maybe in the future an episode on some of the interesting stories of um, miracles that happen um, in those traditions. I think it'd be cool. So moving on from that, it's essentially now you've got Jesus and his saints and, and maybe other people that were also believers left to reign for a thousand years. 
So this is where it ties in with Tartaria, according to this person. Um, it's like, this is when like amazing architecture, amazing art, amazing music, um, when we think back to like the classical times and stuff like that, the theory is that um, it was this empire. Like everybody was, you would assume, good um, and wanted to serve God. That would make sense why a lot of things built up fancy were churches, uh, monasteries, cathedrals, and that sort of thing. A lot of art and music depicts uh, Christian themes and all that stuff. Um. So they're thinking, okay, we call it Tartaria, and maybe it was called that, we don't know, but it's the same idea that we have all of these awesome structures all over the world, and we don't know why, and we've never been able to replicate anything that they've done. So um, we'll start to move forward into, you know, how did they lose it and, and what happened uh, after that. Uh, any questions, or is there anything I'm missing? No, no, no. You're killing it. I'm, I'm following along here. All right. So then it says, after these thousand years are up, um, Jesus and the saints um, go back up to heaven, and Satan is let loose again um, for a, what they, it says, a short time. And I'll read verses with these after I get through the notes. Um, and his sole purpose is, again, to deceive the nations. Um, it says that there's another resurrection that occurs here. And this is basically everybody that died before Jesus came. And I guess the idea is that um, Jesus didn't exist when they were around. They didn't even know about him. Well, there was prophecies, oh, but they didn't get it. So they That makes sense. Okay. So they should get a fair shake, I think. is the... So that'd be like us today? Uh, yes. Oh, what the heck, dude? I w Sorry, I don't mean to I don't mean to break up your your flow here, but that's always something I've wondered like with the Bible. I'm always like, dude, like Old Testament and all this stuff before all these prophecies were, you know, came to fruition and like how did people know if they were saved or not? So I I like this is a cool theory. I like where it's going. Yeah. So actually, so I guess I can't say like we are those people, but we are descendants of those people essentially mm -hmm. and yeah so it'd be everybody from like old testament times that's sort of okay so it's like a reincarnation almost um i uh, i'm not sure i don't know how resurrection works so <laughs> oh dude it's easy you just <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if and this is part of the <laughs> this is the the tricky part of and i i could tell the person that made this video i was watching was trying to hash this out too and it's going to take a lot of research and thinking is how do, how does that work right so that they come back as they were do they come back in their prime do they come back as babies like how exactly is this all going to work out um and it's basically them to come back and to have a chance at hearing the gospel themselves uh with also because if they came back like during the thousand year reign um that's kind of cheating right <laughs> yeah Every, everybody's like, good and he's right like, there <laughs> so. and, oh i see i see this you're talking about after like the antichrist is squashed okay okay yeah so like that's too easy so maybe they come back after he's gone back up with 
the saints and whatnot. Um, and then they have to work through, you know, resisting Satan, essentially. Um, the lies and not succumbing to this world and that kind of thing. Um, so I had verses on those. So this is regarding um, Satan, it said, and uh, he referring to some angel dude, threw him into the abyss and shut it and sealed it over him so that he would not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were completed. So we had talked about that. And after these things, he must be released for a short time, uh, is what it says. And then it says the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. That was the first resurrection of the saints. And then after the thousand years were completed is the second resurrection, and that is everybody else. Um, now, the I guess the official uh, church, I'm pretty sure all denominations think this, is that um, the three days that Jesus was dead, he was down in the underworld of sorts, um, spreading the gospel there. Uh, it does mention in the Bible when he rose from the dead that there were um, people saw um, people that had already been dead. So other people were resurrected with him when he rose from the dead on Easter. Um, so the theory is that he went down there and kind of handled business down there. And then say people that way and then blah, blah, blah. We haven't reached the tribulation yet. That's the official story now. This kind of swaps it out and says maybe he didn't do that. But when people come back for the, the from the second resurrection, now's their chance to hear the good news and to accept Jesus. Okay. And yeah, I guess logic being, it'd be too easy to accept Jesus if he was standing right in front of you. Um, no, it makes sense. Nobody else had it that easy. So, um, so here's the the part that'll probably take some research and. Again, I'll only do this if people are interested. So, dybpodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions, um, I think my wife had some good questions that I didn't write down, like some good points that would throw a wrench in it. Um, but yeah, if you have any of those, let us know. And if you want us to dig deeper, we can. Um, so, let me talk about the timeline here real quick. So right now we're saying that it's 2020 and I'm saying we've got Jesus died in 30 AD and then there was seven years of tribulation and then he won, came back and destroyed everything that was evil. Then there's a thousand years that he reigned and then Satan comes out for a short time. So it can't be another thousand years like that doesn't make sense. It would have to be sometimes shorter than that. And an interesting piece of evidence that this person brought forward in her second video. Again, this kind of has a visual component, but I will explain it. You can look it up on your own if you want. Um, all right. So we all know the term AD. Do you know what it stands for? It's like after Dominio or something. Yeah, what is it? Anno Domini, Domini. So it's like—is that like after domination? It, uh, it actually—it's nothing like that. Actually, it's so Domini is like um, Jesus Christ. That's like the I think it's Latin. 
Latin or Greek. So Anno Domini means the year of our Lord in the year of our Lord. So this is so what this person showed is if you look at old coins from, um, we'll say prior to 1800 our time. um, For example, if we take the year 1660, if we look at the coin, the one will look like an I. Sometimes it'll look like a J. Sometimes it's a little further over to the left than the rest of the numbers. And what this person is suggesting is that um, the coins, it's not the year 1660, it's the year 660. And the I is used to indicate, um, it's, uh, I can't pronounce, but it, it's it's names for um, Jesus, essentially. Jesus or like Asus, it would start with an I. Um, so it would be I-660, which means it's the year 660 in the year of our Lord. So they're saying oh, that okay. what that's saying is the coins were printed during um, Christ's millennium reign for those thousand years. And that's what the I or the J is supposed to indicate. Um, so basically, you just have to drop off the... Uh, the one on all of these dates to get like the actual date. And I think I what, what this person did is saying that, um, so, and they made a good point that like prior to that, nobody really tracked years because there was nothing to compare it to, right? You've got to compare it to something. There's got to be a start and an end. Mm-hmm. And that's why we've got AD as like zero, and then we've got BC, everything before that, and then everything after it's AD. Because that's like when they started counting. And it would make sense that they started counting then, because Jesus said, I'm going to reign for a thousand years. So it would be nice to keep track of that, you know? <laughs> so there's no surprises. <laughs> so that's the idea. And that's saying that um, when the thousand years were up was the year a thousand. And if you do the math, and they're not, they don't have the exact dates yet, but the idea is that it is currently the year about 1200, not 2020. Okay. Now, this kind of, okay. Now, this, this kind of goes in with another one I wanted to do a while back about just our timelines are jacked up. Um, because there's so much. History is so blank, basically, from around Jesus' death to really, like, 1800s. I mean, we've got 1776, we've got some America history there, but, like, it's pretty empty. And they call, like, in that time is, like, the Dark Ages, essentially. Um, And I made the point that it was probably the complete opposite, if this is true, right? Um, Oh, okay. Because it's during the the reign, right? Yeah. So the idea is that when Satan gets let out at the end of the thousand years, the first thing he does is try and destroy as much evidence as possible of um, this reign, right? Because that would that would just ruin everything for him. Or like discredit him, yeah, yeah. So um, or this her. kind of you know you never know. <laughs> and this um, 
I don't know when the burning of the Library of Alexandria was, but that's kind of suspicious. And it could also serve as a like a good like you come up and just be like yeah we used to know lots of stuff but then somebody burned down that library and we lost everything dang but you we've got some stuff here and i we speculate that uh this this and this happened and it was this many years long well there have been book burnings by for instance nazis and and mal that's another and you know they say that's like a whole century of knowledge that's just gone yeah that's that's a lot more recent though but yeah but like yeah so i mean it could happen like just us humans were able to do that uh in recent times so what's to stop the greatest evil of all from doing something like that um and then also it's um you start to see around 1800 is when you see coins start switching from the i or the j into a one so like Maybe that's another easy way. You're just like, um, let's just pick up and let's just say that that's a one. And there we go. We've just messed up the entire timeline. People will never know. Um, We'll throw in some stories here and there that kind of, you know, because like, what what can you remember? Maybe I just suck at history, but what can you remember before like 1800? Like, I had said like 1700s, you had US, and uh, then you've got all of like the classical periods. Like, that's all I know. Well, so I think, um, and I mean, don't, I'm not claiming to be a historian or anything and and have that deep of a knowledge, but just the little knowledge I know, um, what I would say to that is, you know, it sounds like you're kind of coming from like a Western, you know, American schooled perspective, but I know, for instance, like China. I mean, dude, there's like, you know, they have dynasty records of dynasties dating back to like the hundreds, you know, yeah. like four, 450 or something, uh, AD. So I think maybe if you would, if you look like at more of these ancient areas, cause you know, America's the newest, I mean, not, it's the newest founded country, I guess. And so if you look at all the, if you look at more Eastern history, I think they probably have a lot deeper reservoirs of uh, historical, you know, documentation. That being said, like, like I said earlier, um, you know, there have been a lot of historic book burnings in those areas, like in China and, uh, you know, like Julius Caesar, I think he burned a lot of knowledge too. So in that area, there have been historic book burnings, um, so, so, you know, your, your point, I, I guess what I'm trying to say, short answers, I don't know. I think there is more deeply rooted history that you can find out in the East, but yeah. it may have been corrupted in some, some yeah. manner. I, don't I know. think you do bring up a fair point. Uh, they do probably have the most accurate keeping of history that I'm aware of. Um, so the, yeah, the East yeah, or, Eastern, or Eastern in general. Yeah. Okay. Just the East in okay. general. So maybe there's clues there. Um, worth looking into, uh, whoever's listening. Um, I had another thing I was thinking about. The one thing had crossed my mind. Like, I don't know when Alex, Alexander the Great was, he took over a lot, right? What if um, that was part of the thousand year reign and it wasn't well, I, Alexander I, I, the Great? I, 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 well, I think it, I mean, so I literally just typed in Google 
it said Alexandria Library Burning. Mm-hmm. And then it says uh, throughout its 1,000 year history, the library was burned multiple times. So that's the Library of Alexandria. It's over a thousand. I mean, that's a thousand years we're thousand talking about. Thousand year history. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 uh, that is kind of weird, huh? Alexander the Great, though, looks like he ruled. Uh, well, he was born in 356 BC. So 356, okay. <laughs> took oh, the BC, throne oh, okay. BC, BC, okay, yeah. Okay. Took the throne at age 20, so that makes it, what, 336 BC when he took, uh, you know, kingship. Gotcha. Uh, okay. It's yeah, I don't BC. know. I'm not all sure. Right, right. I, I didn't, I, honestly, I didn't know that he burned books. Are you saying that he did or are you think, or are you just, were you just, I did was I just saying, you and you're talking about the library of Alexandria? No, I was thinking that, um, that they, if this, if his takeover had occurred within that thousand year range that we're talking of, that maybe uh, he was Jesus and that they just repainted him as a different character to hide uh, okay, the truth or okay, something like that. I see. I see. And I also noted here, this is prime material for secret Vatican library documents. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, what? You've not, what heard you of, say you've not heard of that? So the, the super secret Vatican library probably has records of this thousand year reign. And that's why nobody's allowed to see it. And then somebody was making a good point, you know, that also like the greatest thing if like let's say the catholic church in this was kind of like the governing authority of the thousand year reign that would be the perfect thing to go after you know once you got let loose from the abyss is corrupt the catholic church and that's because you know catholics nowadays you know a lot of people are kind of like the catholic church man you know um well they've had a history of some stuff yeah so, so makes sense hmm. so interesting there well you know what i was thinking when you're talking through all this real quick side note is like for, is it like let's say okay what's the uh you know you're, you're trying to you're trying to essentially get rid of a thousand years of knowledge well i mean i, I mean at the push of a button quite literally i feel like google could do that you know we've uh, you know nobody has nobody has our books anymore it's all on kindle and stuff so yeah. they just decided yeah we're just gonna close all this off there, there goes all information you know yeah it's not good it's pro- man, and even like accidentally too not just mm-hmm. maliciously mm-hmm. like us conspiracy theorists think um all right so yeah there before i leave this topic here um so this person was suggesting that there's some weird stuff with population around the 1800s um, that a lot of people seem to kind of come out of nowhere. Now, this is going to require this is a conjecture. I'll have to actually look into this. I don't have like support to go along with this at all, other than um, just there's people that study alternate history. That's kind of their thing. Um, and they th- say, yeah, there's a bunch of weird stuff around the 1800s. So um, they suggest maybe it's the, the second resurrection people. Um, or maybe. They mentioned some sort of great reset, and this ties in with the mud floods again, that maybe there was some sort of cataclysm, cataclysmic event when Satan gets unleashed again and just wipes out a bunch of people. 
um, destroy stuff, and that's why we got the the mud flood buildings and whatnot that survived. And then some resurrected people came back, and they just kind of moved in because they're like, I don't know what we're doing. Everything looks different now. <laughs> Somebody had made a point that like when you watch or look at old pictures from the 1800s, uh, it just looks like people are just out of place with their environment. Like they just didn't match up. So what? again, I'm gonna have to look into this because I'm. So, yeah, so that's worth looking into. That's the first place I'll go um, if you guys want us to look into more about this. Because, um, uh, yeah, 1800 seemed weird to me, too. Just I just don't know a lot. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being lazy. I just, I'm just more I don't familiar know with 18th century or 19th century, 20th century. Right. Well, it's more recent, so. Yeah. Um, all right, so then... So where are we now? And essentially we're in this little, this short time, the short time frame that Satan's running around trying to deceive everybody. Um, and that's why the argument is that's why basically people are out to get Christians, essentially. That it's trying to be pushed out of, pushed out of schools, pushed out of government, pushed out of everything. Um, I don't really see that with any of the other major religions. And that could just be me being, you know, in my bubble. But um, just to know. So their, their thought is that um, now we're just moving towards the final stage, which is uh, the final battle, final judgment, and then like the final re uh, resurrection. I actually wrote down... Bible describes it better than I could, so I'll just read it. When a thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, I don't know what those are, uh, to, to gather them together for the war. The number of them is like the sand of the seashore. And they came upon the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints. I forgot to mention, there's a theory that the saints are still here somewhere because of this verse uh surrounded the camp of the saints or it could just be referring to christians but who knows and the beloved city we don't know what that is so th this just brings in the like there's tons of like uh theories of like lost cities or you know shambhala or um oh, i'm drawing a blank on ancient city names Oh, like the one underwater, like... Uh... There's Atlantis. Yeah, there's Agartha, I think's another one. There's a whole bunch of those. All right. And then it said, And fire came down from heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are also. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So that's what's supposed to... In this theory, that is what is yet to come, is this final battle. Um, the saints verse um, an unstoppable army of Satan that's going to end up losing again um, which I always question like does he really think he can win or like I mean it sounds like it didn't go well the first time if that's if we're to well I wonder this. if during that battle he has the opportunity to like kind of take more people so maybe he's yeah. like okay I'm not going to win in the long run but I can take more people like with me for whatever reason that he wants you know yeah from what just I gather about him, talent. is he just um, 
he basically hates us. <laughs> um, and like all the, the stories and kind of stuff in the Bible that talk about him, all he does is accuse us of being nasty people. And I mean, he's not wrong, but like he thinks he's, uh, God kind of places more um, pride and love or whatever in us. <laughs> and to him, that just pisses him off, right? He's he's quite a prideful being from what I gather. Um, and if he can ruin that as much as he can, that's kind of his his goal since he's been banished. So, but yeah. Um, final piece of the puzzle, you can read Revelation 21 by yourself um, if you want. And it basically describes like a new heaven and a new earth because the old ones were destroyed in this final battle. And there's like a new Jerusalem that uh, is provided to us that's, uh, again, described as pretty majestic and amazing so check that out but that is the rundown of this theory um i just i thought it was interesting um what no, i think? think it's really cool i learned uh i, I think the biggest thing that, that i thought was cool was like the idea of you know people in the olden days having the opportunity to come back and then hear like the gospel i think that's pretty cool because like I said, I've always wondered, like, what about those people? Like, they didn't have yeah. an option, you know, an opportunity at all. <clears throat> so, no, I mean, it's interesting. Um, I, I think it's cool, you know. Are we living in 2020 or are we living in 1200? But yeah, that's, um, that's it. So, we'll label this Tartaria. We'll get a million views because people like Tartaria. But, <laughs> again, I don't know if this is, like... I don't know. I don't know how they feel about this sort of thing. Um, I mean, the person I watched named their channel Exploring Tartaria and opened with this. So it's like, okay. So I like like it's kind of like the root of the theory. Like this is where it kind of all starts, huh? Yeah. So this is, this is another one of those, like Tartaria is kind of like one of the, the big conspiracies because it would involve so many different things. Um, but then again, that's people be like, well, how could, how could we not know about all this? How would you be able to change everything and all that stuff? And, uh, you know, so I'm telling you, man, look at you. I don't think it's that hard. You just find the controllers of knowledge and have them destroy it. It's like that simple. I think, you know, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a known fact that Mal burned a whole, I think it's like a hundred years. It may even be a thousand years of of knowledge essentially is what he did. So there's like technologies that, that were being built up and studied and now all that's gone, you know? And it was hard. I mentioned this in one of the other Tartaria episodes. There is a document specifically from, I think it was communist. It was the Soviet union writing that said, okay, we need to make sure we destroy like anything about Tartaria. Like, I've, I've seen that. That was one of their directives. And that's interesting because it did exist. We have proof in some way. We don't know how big it was, how widespread it was, but it was a place. And the Soviet Union wiped out as much history as they could of it. And that's why we never hear about it anymore. So, mm. History is written by the victors. I don't know who said that, but you always got to keep that in mind. Oh, for sure. Well, and even... Yeah, even history that's written, it even depends on just the sphere where you're living in, you know. People in China haven't heard anything bad about Mao out here. We talk a lot of shit, so. 
on Mao. So, you know, two different sides of the coin. So that's it. That's going to do it. Uh, send us your thoughts. DYBpodcast at gmail.com. Yell at us on Twitter at DYB underscore podcast. We have a Facebook page, too. We want to get community involved so that we can do more interesting stuff with you guys. Um, but, yeah. Tell your friends. We don't want money. We just we just want your friends. We just want friends. <laughs> that's why we really do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later, guys. Peace.